Father, we want to thank you so much for your word. We pray, Father, that you will cause your word to come and touch every heart and every life today. We pray, Father, that your word will bring transformation to every life. Lord, we do not want to leave the same. Lord, we want to leave changed. And Father, through the power of your word, the life of your word, we pray, O oh Father, that you will help us to hear what you are saying and to do it. We thank you today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm going to try and finish today what I started the last time, how to handle difficult times. How to handle difficult times. I read a verse of scripture in John chapter 16, verse 32 to 33. Um, and I really want to encourage us to really focus on the word of God this morning. Because, you know, at some point in time, if we don't need it now, we'll need it at some point in time of our lives. And it's, as Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It's the word that will keep us and the word that will sustain us. John chapter 16 and verse 32 to 33 reads, Behold, the hour cometh, yes, is now come, that you shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am alone, because the Father is with me. Verse 33, these things I've spoken unto you, that in you you might have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And verse, and Psalms 23, in verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. By rod and thy staff, they comfort me. In these, in these verses of scripture, we notice that Jesus was first of all saying that the disciples, the times coming, they're going to be scattered about. So there was a situation that was going on there. They were having a, a turbulent time. But he says, be of good courage. I have overcome the world. So there's hope. There is hope. As we go through different things, it may not feel like there is hope. It may not feel like you're even going to make it to the other side. But Jesus said, be of good courage. Because he has overcome the world, we will overcome the world. And the scripture says in the book of Psalms 23... And I want to emphasize on the, the point of when you, verse 4, it says, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. As it's really interesting, we notice it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We are not to stay there. We are walking through. We are passing through. But as we go through that time, he will be with us. He will strengthen us. He will guide us as we hold on to his word, 
as we look to him and embrace what he is saying, regardless of our emotional state, we are to hold on tight to the word because it is written that this man shall not live by bread alone, but it's by every word of God. And we looked at the first area that we should look at if you are going through a turbulent time, if you and I are going through a turbulent time, the first thing we should be looking at is prayer. We should not be looking to anything other than that. The Bible says in the epistles, if any man is in trouble, let him pray. It doesn't say run to anything else but prayer. And don't get me wrong, counseling is very good, but the best form, the best help you can get is in prayer. That is where David ran to, as we will discover. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30, we mentioned about how David came back from battle with his men. And the men, and David discovered that the families were taken away. And the whole place was in disarray and there was a fire. And then David was about to be stoned because these guys were listening to well, hold on here. You know, you, this, this, is, this is not right, man. These guys have come and taken our wives, our family, our children. And then the Bible says that they were going to stone him, but they didn't thank God. And the Bible says that David went to inquire of the Lord. He went to seek the Lord, and the Lord told him specifically what to do. And what we said the last time was that when you're in trouble, we need to call out to the Lord in prayer. Sometimes we said we don't know what we are to say. We don't know what to express. But the most important thing is to express our heart. We don't need to come with eloquent words of wisdom of men. We can just come with our hearts and express to God, you know what? I am feeling discouraged. I feel low. Or it's a situation of, Lord, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm distressed. But you're conveying, you're saying to God, what's going on in your heart, rather than pushing it to the side. That was the first thing that we mentioned. And so we went on to the point about, before I go on to that, we mentioned that with prayer, do as much as you can. Don't just do like the morning times. Do extended times. If you're walking, pray. If you're on the toilet, pray. If you're washing up the... As, listen, you know how it is in this life. It gets busy. It gets really busy. And so at times, you think to yourself, well, what time have I... I need some... Yeah, you do need some quality time. But sometimes you just don't have that practical time. But just take any time you can get. And... <laughs> Pray and call upon the Lord. So that was the first point we mentioned. And the other thing we highlighted was that when we are praying, what we are saying to God is, I cannot rely upon my own strength. I cannot rely upon my own ability. I cannot rely upon my own understanding. I am humbling myself before you. And I am acknowledging, even though I've been to Oxford University, not me, I've not been to Oxford, I'm just saying. Even though I've been to Oxford University, even though I've 
got all of the different resources. Lord, I don't know what to do. I, I need your help. I need your guidance. I need your direction. I need your spirit to guide me in this situation. And when we come to the Lord with that posture, the Lord will intervene. Because the Bible says that his ear is not too heavy that it cannot hear. Or his hand too short that it cannot save. We then highlighted about Jesus in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. That when he was going through that difficult time, the Bible says that he, um, it says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus had a certain mind set when he was going to the cross that he was prepared to die. He was prepared to do all he could to ensure that the master's will was carried out. And regardless of the situation and the things that he was facing, his mind was set like a flint to go to Golgotha. Because he knew that in doing this, many lives, many people will be saved and transformed. And as we said, Jesus is the firstborn of many brethren. We also mentioned that at that time was a really lonely time for Jesus. But regardless, he done it. Number two, we said that we, you ought to feed yourself with the word. We said you ought to feed yourself with the word. In Acts chapter 20, and verse 32, it reads this. And it says, now I entrust you to God and to the message of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. God's word is able to transform anything. God's word is able to sustain you. Do you remember when Jesus was being tempted? We noticed that he spoke the word in that situation, the Bible says how he was being tempted by Satan after fasting 40 days and 40 nights. Jesus spoke the word in that situation. But he didn't just do that. In that you have to remember, Jesus, he spoke the word because when he was a child, he was memorizing the scriptures. When he was in the temple with the Pharisees and the Sadducees asking questions. He was spending time feeding his mind, feeding his heart with the word of God, ensuring the word of God had a home in his heart, ensuring the word of God was engrafted in his heart, ensuring that his mind was renewed so that when the time came, because Every one of us will have a time where we will have to use the word of God in a situation. And when he was faced, he was able to declare the word of God, to speak the word of God 
into that situation. God's word is able to bring, bring such a transformation that somebody who is weak and timid, it can make them into a mighty, bold person, transformed by the power of God. The more that we renew our minds, the more that we speak the word, the more that we declare the word, the more that we embrace the word and let it be engrafted in our soul because this is where the greatest challenge is. The greatest challenge is not out here, it's here. It's our soul that we have to fight and we have to do battle with and how we have to bring it into line. It's like, as I always say, like a dog where you have to bring it on a lead and ensure that it's going in line. As we look into the word of God, we can then see who we are to be, how we are to respond, how we are to speak. We mentioned that as we feed upon the word, it will begin to cause our minds to be completely, completely changed. Our worldview won't be the same. Our worldview won't be the same. We mentioned in number three to meditate, to mutter the word of God, to speak it taking time out deliberately to speak these things because these things are really crucial for us to have our identity strong within, stronger and stronger within our hearts. We need to be doing this. And as we meditate, to, to meditate as we know this, to mutter, to speak, to, and when we see when we do that, it will start to cause the imagination of what we are saying to become a reality in our hearts. In, in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart from our mouth, but will meditate upon it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt have good success, and you will make your way prosperous. We then mentioned about trusting the Lord, putting our confidence in it. I didn't have this scripture down, but we know the scripture. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct thy path. When you trust in the Lord, everything is just completely given over you can it's just like you and I sitting on, the, on this chair you have complete confidence and rest and then when it comes to acknowledging him it's, it's, it's speaking about acknowledging God what has he done in the past God has done so many things for us and when we come before the Lord and we say Lord you've delivered me here you helped me here. You set me free here. You provided me here. We're acknowledging his greatness. We're acknowledging his goodness. And as we are doing that, what that is doing is it's actually creating confidence 
in God. It's raising our confidence and expectation in Him. So when we trust in the Lord, we completely rely upon Him. And we do it with all our hearts. And then we acknowledge Him. We acknowledge all the great things He has done. It will help us to have the confidence. Then it goes on to say in, um, that we shouldn't um, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. You know, we have a tendency at times as humans to rely upon all of the wisdom that we have gleaned over the years. But when we say, Lord, you know, I, I think, you know, maybe I should do this. But then we say, Lord, I want to do only what you want me to do. Help me. Show me. Sometimes he might t t tell you to take a step that's like, whoa. But. We have to trust him. <laughs> we then went on to number five. All we got, we got was getting to that point, which is to share what you're going through with godly and uh, with a godly individual, and pray with them. Share what you're going through. The Bible says that you should confess your faults one to another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. There is much power in prayer, but there's also a great thing in actually expressing your heart with someone else. Expressing your heart of what you're going through rather than keeping it to yourself. Because we have to remember we are not dependent. We are interdependent. In other words, we have to rely upon each other. Because we're a body. Whether we like it, the toe can't say to the hand, I have no need of thee. We need each other. We need to reach out to each other. And so whenever we are going through a struggle... Whenever we are going through a fight or something that is just far beyond us, reach out to somebody and pray and ask just to pray with them just and share your heart. It's really great to share your heart because, you know, we have to remember we're spiritual beings, yes, but we're emotional. We're emotional and it's important that we offload the emotions as well. And deal with that aspect. Number six is be willing and obedient to what the Lord is showing you through his word by the prompting of the spirit. Be willing and obedient to what the Lord is showing you through his word and through the prompting of the spirit. The Bible says that if you are willing and you are obedient, you will eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. When we yield, when we are willing and we are obedient. See, because this, this is the wonderful thing. God is, is, is not someone like the devil, you know. He likes to force, force, force. God is such a gentleman. He does not 
impose, impose himself upon us. He says, if you are willing, so your will is involved right there. And then you choose, and then you are obedient. Then you will receive and eat, be able to eat the, the good of the land. Then, the next point that I want to mention in how we can actually, what to do in difficult times is to recall his blessings. That's a very powerful thing, to recall all the blessings. You know, I would even go as far as saying writing it down. There's something about when you write something down it will help to trigger and bring things back as to all the things he has done. God has done so many things for us. When you look, I mean, look at, um, let's look at Psalms 105, verses 1 to 5. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done. God has done so many things. If we was to actually come and have every single person stand here today, we, listen, we'll, we'll run out of time. Because there are so many things, so many great things that God has done. When it looks like our back was against the wall, God was able to come through at the last minute and change the situation purely because of his mercy and his grace. If, you know, at times we trust in the Lord is, is, and it's good, it's great, but it's, 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 not by, it's not by our might, it's not by our power, but it's by his mercies that he does this. And when we do this, it again raises our expectation, raises our faith in him, and it causes our expectation to be looking towards God and not towards the natural. Another point that I believe is really important that will help us to navigate our way in difficult times is continuing to getting to know the Lord along the journey. You know why I say this is because there are lessons that we learn. As you're going through this time, you can say, Lord, Lord, why am I going through this? Why, what? Ask him. And the Lord will tell you. Well, he might not tell you. He might not. But he, you know, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes, you know, when there's, when there's silence, the Lord is speaking right there, you know. But we just need to be discernful in what he is saying. We need to just wait upon 
him. When we are going through that time, there is always things that the Lord is wanting to do. And one of the things that the Lord is always wanting to do is to shape us and mold us so that we can be come into the likeness of Jesus. That's the whole point. We need to change into his image. We need to become better versions of, of ourselves, be more like Christ. That is our aim. That is our goal. And as you get to know the Lord more, when I say get information about the Lord, read about him, because there's, there's so much but more even that, this saying, Lord, as you're going through that unique situation, Lord, this situation is really feeling tough. I don't really, I don't really want to go through this. But Father, please, can you help me to learn what you need me to learn in this situation? Because he's building character. He's building resistance and strength in you and I. As we go through that time. Because one of the things that the Lord wants to always help us in is not to be relying upon ourselves. But to be fully relying upon him. Fully relying upon his resources and fully relying upon his word. The scripture says in the book of Daniel chapter 11 and verse 32 part B. But they that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. In these days that we are approach, uh, 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 um, embarking on, knowing God is so important. Having your own time with him is crucial. And it's crucial because there's going to be times when you're going to be alone. There's, you're not going to have people around you. To help you. You won't. Let's, let's just be real. You might be at work and in the situation going on. And you need, to, you need to respond quickly. You need to respond instantly. But when you have that conversation with the Lord, this has come up right now. How shall I go about this? How shall I deal with this situation? Because you would have been developing and you're conversing with the Lord, he will help and guide you in that situation. The, the final point I would like to mention in navigating your way through difficult times is doing what our master did. In your pain, help someone else. In your pain, help someone else. When we look at our Lord Jesus Christ, he was on the cross, nailed. Nails placed in his hands. Hanging on the cross. Yet he's speaking to the guy, the, the guy who done some, who, who stole. He is helping him, helping him to get to heaven. Wow, that's a level. 
That is a level. But when we do that, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. And Jesus was all about the Father's business. That even in his pain, even in his turmoil situation, he was thinking about humanity. He was thinking about the man next door to him. He was thinking, how can I help this person to get to heaven? And he was able to do that. And listen, don't get me wrong. I know it's not easy at times. But the, Jesus is our goal. Jesus is our example. And as we continue to cry out to him, saying, Lord, help me to be like you. Help me to be a role model in my example. Help me to rely completely and totally upon you, even in my struggle and in my pain. Because remember, his thoughts are not our thoughts, and his ways are not our ways. So naturally speaking, we would never, well, sometimes we may, but sometimes we won't, because of what we are experiencing. So I want to leave these words with you. And I want to pray for different ones here who just need the Lord to just intervene in their situation. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just come before you this morning. We thank you for your word. We pray for the different ones under the sound of my voice, and those who are online. You see the circumstances and situations that different ones are facing. We pray, Father, for more strength and more grace and more wisdom. Lord, in every situation that different ones are facing, Father, that you will help us to look to you in prayer. That you will help us to look to you and your word. Father, that you will help us to meditate upon your word, to feed off your word. Lord, we pray that you will help us, Father, to share and offload our burdens with one another. Praying for one another sharing with one another. Father, and even in our pain, even in our sorrow, Lord, help us to be like you in helping others, in sharing, sharing and caring for others, Lord. Father, we pray that you will help those, Father, who feel really weak and tired. Lord, we pray that you will Lift them up, that you will cause your Holy Spirit to encourage them. Encourage them. Oh, Father, you are the God of mercy and the God of grace, and we are praying for more of your grace. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we thank you.
We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.